Jimmy and Caroline are laying together in her bed. He's just been telling her the greatest hits of his real-life history. Much deeper cuts than she had ever anticipated. And she's been listening with much greater interest and compassion than he had anticipated. So overall, this is just not the interaction either of them had expected to happen on this evening. The paperwork regarding his change of identity, the crimes committed by both his previous identity and his current one, is still spread across the lower half of the bed near their legs and feet, but they've both drawn their knees up above that and are curled into her pile of pillows. She had been gently stroking his hair and the nape of his neck, kind of rolled his head over to rest on her shoulder, and he'd allowed that. He's gently resting it there, letting her pet him. You know, I didn't really expect this reception. No? Yeah, I pretty much thought you were going to be a lot more upset. Why? What about? Well, for starters, the fact that I wasn't exactly who you thought I was in a lot of respects. Well, I don't know, Jimmy. I think you're exactly who I thought you were. Other than the name and what's in that, right? <laughs> Fact, way I see it is, you're even more the man I thought you were. Because what I've been reading about and hearing you tell is, that time you got together enough information to bring down a bad man? She looks at him very intently. That wasn't your first time. Yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. Fact, if everything had gone according to plan, it would have been your third. Well, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, right? So, that second time doesn't count at all. Well, alright. But still, that's still two times. Most people don't even get in one. You know that, right? Intellectually speaking, yeah, probably. I know that. Emotionally speaking, though, I was involved in bad crimes more than one time. So it goes both ways. I guess you could look at it like that. I mean, I suppose if you're looking at the glass half empty instead of half full. <laughs> she contemplates this, still gently holding his hand. Why are you so mean to Dean? Because <laughs> I like Dean. He sounds like a character. I bet if we met each other on the Sunset Strip back in the 80s, we would have got on like a house on fire. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if Teen Dean would have been ready for you. <sighs> I could be a little asshole. You think now I'm a big asshole? Well, I was like an asshole in training back then, and I don't know. It's like a special way that a teenage boy can be a fucking shithead, and um, I'm not going to try to pretend I was innocent. Well, that's all right. I think 
teen Dean might have been surprised by how much teenage Caroline could take. You know they gave me that nickname. Mean Dean. What? Yeah. The other guys in the BBC. When they were trying to frame me for the third murder. <gasps> I... I haven't got there yet. Oh. My God. Okay, yeah, so... Let me get this straight. Joe and somebody else in the club murdered a guy. Yeah. Yeah, you got it so far. And then they murdered another guy. And you were there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The first guy was the con man that conned Joe. And Joe was trying to con him and he got conned back first. He was pissed off. And appropriately, it didn't even work. The guy conned him a second time. Probably knowing he was about to die. Nope. I don't give a fuck. His last action was supposed to be cutting a big fat check to Joe. But he deliberately rigged it so the check would bounce. And Joe would never see any of that money. <sighs> Jimmy shakes his head. I gotta respect the guy. Clever to the end. So then we still needed money. So that's where the second murder came in. One of the guys didn't like his dad, who, to be fair, was a piece of fucking shit himself. So this guy offered him up his own dad on a silver platter, like a human sacrifice for money. Jimmy lightly itches his cheek, glances down, a bit ashamed. And we took it. And as it shook out, how it really happened, which is not good. He trails off for a moment. Even still, we probably did the poor son of a bitch a favor, because what Joe had planned for him was even worse. Caroline waits him out. But... Ultimately, he died because we killed him. And that's why I'm so mean to Dean, because back in the wrong horse, getting suckered in by a con man, that can happen to anybody. It happened to my own parents. There's some of the people Joe fucked out of money. They believed in him. They invested in him. So, all right. And not believing Joe, who never missed an opportunity to remind all of us that he himself was a liar when he said he killed somebody. Okay, yeah, all right. Maybe I could see that. But going along with this plot... Even though I had some ideas that maybe I was gonna... I don't know. In hindsight, I don't know what I was thinking I could do. Make it easier on the guy? I don't know. Maybe even figure out a way that we didn't really have to kill him. 
but we did. And that? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a third time? And I help you kill a man? Jimmy shakes his head. I don't even, there isn't even a rhyme for that. What do you even say? But you turned him in. That means something. A little bit, I guess. I waited till the cops were already coming for me. When I took myself to the station to provide my statement, one of the investigators was already showing up in my parents' house. But yeah, they were really grateful for what I was able to tell them, because you know what? The second guy, he was such a piece of shit. He had so many people coming for him. Well, I guess the first guy did too, but the second guy even had the Shah of Iran on his ass. And when he came up missing, everybody just figured that he finally got whacked for politics, right? They didn't even know. Until I told them. And I was already going to tell them where the body was. But then they mentioned that we were talking capital crimes. And that I might also be on the hook for the death penalty. So... I recognized in a real hurry and I needed to tell them everything else too. Caroline squeezes his hand. And you did. Yeah. For better or for worse, I did. You got a point because a couple of the other guys didn't. They were in it to the bitter end. They both went to prison for their troubles. I mean, I guess so did I. Technically, Dean never went to prison. But Jimmy sure did. I fulfilled my destiny. I achieved what I had been bound to achieve all along really made both of my fathers proud. And Uncle Sam, too. When I, Jimmy Keene, got busted for my uh, extracurriculars in 95, the feds were furious. Oh, my God. You can imagine. Oh, my God. I don't think I can, actually. I think they thought, yeah, if you want it that bad, kid, have at it. You don't even have to try a third time. And they brought somebody in who knew the situation. I had to watch this poor bastard figure out what to even say. For like five solid minutes. He couldn't even speak. He could barely even look at me for a long time. And then finally he said, Well... Mr. Keene, you're in big trouble. 
Caroline definitely does not know how to contribute at this point, so she just looks at Jimmy sympathetically while he goes on. And I said, yeah, what are you going to do? You going to put me in Folsom? You going to tell Joe Hunt where I am? And he said, no, no. And I said, all right, and do your worst. <laughs> Jimmy seems to think this is genuinely funny, even though it's also sad. Deeply unfortunate at best. <sighs> Famous last words, right? Because they were so fucking annoyed that naturally they wanted to hit me with the maximum possible sentence for every single charge to be served consecutively. Oh, shit, Jimmy. Yeah, that's what I said. Big Jim was real mad. How dare they do that to you? Well, I'm not exactly happy about it either, but look at it from their perspective. They gave me a second chance and I fucking blew it. I couldn't exactly say, oh, you don't understand. My handler told me to do this. Right, because of course he did not ask permission for this little sting operation. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. And at that point, it had kind of transcended the whole sting operation concept anyway. I wasn't just pretending to be a criminal. I was a criminal. Making money off of criminal activities. The thought of Trying to find out what happened to Jimmy Keene was just, honestly, at that point, at the back of my mind. I didn't want to see Jim go down for it, too, so I told him not to say anything. Don't even bother. I'll take the fall. I might not like it, but I did it. But, I mean, I still had a strategy. They brought me in front of the judge, and he said... Well, how do you plead? And I said, not guilty, Your Honor. And they had basically every single possible piece of evidence <laughs> that I did it. So he just looked at me over the top of his glasses and I said, I think that I should be up on conspiracy charges for trafficking, smuggling, and shit. Because I didn't actually do the trafficking and smuggling myself. There were occasions where I picked up and transported the goods. So you could probably hit me with maybe something like transporting these things over state lines. But I was never the guy who actually smuggled the shit into the country and then trafficked it to other people. <laughs> yeah, right? And the judge said, ah, so you want to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know. He didn't know why prosecution was recommending that I got the maximum, but I think he probably took the least amount of time sentencing me than he ever took sentencing anybody for anything. <laughs> and he was probably happier about that than anything else he ever did in his whole career. So, <sighs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking genius right here. Jimmy rests his head back against the pillows 
stares off at the gigantic floral pattern on the ceiling. So I was just going to go ahead and rot. I mean, at that point, what else can you do? And I very nearly did. And then it turned out, feds came up with another use for me after all. And at first I wasn't going to do it. No. Fuck you. I'm enjoying my time in here, self-reflecting, improving my character, thinking about what I did. (sighs) Jimmy turns his head to look at Caroline, who's still looking at him. They were not impressed by the bluster. It took a little creative persuading, but they knew what buttons to push, and they pushed them. So, in the end, I answered the call. I might not have even done it. I was just going to eat my losses, serve out my time. If not for Jim needing me on the outside... Jimmy has to glance away again. I didn't want to fail at being somebody's son for a second time. 